0: Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. I did that backwards because today we're recording a session of material after dark. After dark, after hours. I don't know. I'm Florence <laughs> Zion. Uh one of your hosts. This is episode number two, two sixty-six for anybody who is keeping count. And I'm joined here by my co-host, Andy Anatko. Hi Andy. Hello.
1: Yes, it's always it's always fun when like the slings and arrows of outrageous scheduling result in like now now you get to see like what my office looks like after midnight. I get to see what your office looks like after dinner, where like it's dominated by <laughs> where in both cases it's absolutely dominated by whatever mood lighting. And in my case, like if it's a, if I'm recording after midnight and it's no one is seeing it, it's like. You know, I think she, I, I don't have to put on like the blue lights that uplight the backdraft and things like that, but I will put, I will turn on the, the good lights so that I can be seen nicely. But you're very, you're very purple today, or rather your background is very purple.
0: This is my favorite, this is my favorite mood color. I mean, purple is my favorite color. I'm very, I've always been so, so attracted to that color. And I think anybody who reads into like color theory or, you know, any of those like <laughs> psychological breakdowns of like why you like certain things, they would find that my character really matches the color purple and thus it is my mood lighting, which can be quite severe on webcam. It, I feel like it looks more severe on your side. Um, I also added black lights in this room. Ooh, got a little wild. They're not on right now because, but I do have a couple like in the far corner that you can't see, but they're like laser lights. Um, you know, this quarantine, I did a lot of online shopping and it led me down some rabbit holes of lights. So that's kind of why we're here in this very purple room. (laughs)
1: I've I've, I've been really busy over the past like three days. And like every time basically where I've been only leaving the house long enough to pick out like pick up the takeout food that I've been ordering because I don't I don't have the time or the mental bandwidth to like I have enough mental bandwidth to cook, not enough to clean up the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I've I've mm-hmm. learned from past experience with like a, cr- a crushing like week of deadlines that nothing good happens from that. But anyway, so I've been passing by like the village antique store, and they <laughs> they have these something that I would not have taken any notice of this time last year. It's now ooh, those are like those 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 like slatted uh, like a uh, window shade slash room dividers are like. They look, is that teak? Wow, they must be like six and a half feet. To, you know what? I could actually use those in the office to sort of create a false wall and like, and for the past three and a half days, I'm like, you know what, I should stop in and see how much those things are. Whereas before I would take a look at it and say, does it cost more or less than the least expensive, expensive thing on my computer hardware want list? And then after seeing, <laughs> yes, say. definitely, yes, <laughs> like, okay, then I'm not getting it. I would, I would much rather have a second, like Google home Mac speaker than something that will... Help to make my office look like more of the place where a serious adult works.
0: Mm, yes, but then what fun would that be? <laughs> True.
1: <laughs> it's not like it's not like I'm decorating. It's not like I'm making like the uh, the Apple Spaceship Campus. And I'm trying to make tens of thousands of my employees happy. I'm just trying to make me happy.
0: Yeah, and honestly, from from one from your tourist friend right here, that's really all that matters. Um we had a joke on all about Android the other night. I realize this is a very meta thing to be doing the sort of referencing, but I promise it's for a point. Uh and we were talking about there was a joke about uh being in a teenage girl's room because whatever. Our co-host was doing it from his niece's bedroom. Um and I was just saying, well, my room looks like a 14-year-old's bedroom because it is basically the manifestation of my teenage self in an adult space, if that makes sense. I get it. Because you didn't like, you know, I didn't have money as a kid. Like I didn't or I did. I had very limited fundage and, you know, pretty much what was on my walls just whatever I could find in a magazine. And so when I became an adult, I decided that I would just go ham. Um, and I'm very thankful for the opportunity to do this because... Uh, It's kind of nice to come into your little bubble and like work. Right. workspace is uh, That's what a workspace is. It's a bubble that you need to just kind of like work in. And I think. I wonder actually if that's coming up a lot now that people are quarantined. People are working from home. They've had to like create spaces for themselves at home. Because we're going into like month five now. Sorry to keep count. But we're going to month five. And I have a couple friends who have talked about like having to make spaces in their house. And I don't know. It's just got me thinking
1: <laughs> yeah well especially uh, especially with like com- uh, modern computer hardware where it becomes like of mm, course yes. i need to i need two different desktops i need three screens and i also need a place to put my laptop Don't and then, the keyboard and the mm-hmm. and, oh, excuse me <laughs> and my two keyboards <laughs> meaning my my silent one that i use when i'm podcasting and the really comfortable clackety one that i use when i'm writing And I keep thinking about – like imagine that you had a partner and three kids and then essentially the god or goddess of reality who wants to help you would say, okay, um, you can either have all of that and you will have minimum two kids doing schoolwork in that same room or – If you can pare it down to a Bluetooth keyboard and an (laughs) iPad mini, you can actually have the shed in the backyard where you keep the lawnmower all to yourself. I would say I'll, I'll take the iPad mini and the lawnmower, please.
0: Right. And then you you, uh, hang up a couple of twinkle lights that you get off of Amazon and that's it. Boom. It's (laughs) a rustic workspace.
1: Instinctively, I know that's a rookie mistake because as soon as I make it look cozy, one of the kids is going, oh, oh, that's great. Let's let's work in here. I love working with you, dad. Like, oh, (laughs) I love you. But this is a lot of you, kid.
0: I do. I do fear what's going to happen when Mona realizes that mom and dad have their own toys cuz like we co- like we i had like an uh i had like a vinyl stage where i was like collecting you know like the artist toys and all that and i'm a little afraid you know <laughs> or like i've collected a lot of pokemon things like vintage toys that i don't want anybody touching so anyway there's more in my office than just toys there is also the things that i need to do my job which is the tech because it, as andy knows his closet behind me is just like packed with cool stuff text storage just well okay, that's yes good. any any and everything i've ever written about basically um and recently that includes i got to unpack the lg velvet so that came in this week
1: very appropriate for material after
0: dark yes it that's very true unfortunately it was not velvet oh um, they sent me, like, the silvery AT&T version. It's still very pretty. It's still very big. It's still very thin. I haven't really done much besides just put my hands on it, though, because I'm so, like, entrenched in work right now, which is great. I am not complaining. I'm super happy right. and thankful. <laughs> but uh, who knew that testing mechanical keyboards was so laborious? Because <laughs> that's what I'm buried under right now. I'm buried under just, like all the mechanical keyboards, which again, I'm not complaining because how cool I get paid to like do this. But, (laughs) you know, that leaves an Android phone that doesn't get my attention. So it is what it is. Um, But I think it's, I'm just bringing it up because it was a good, just a good reminder of what we have to kind of like go back to when quote unquote, the world becomes normal again or Maybe that's not what I mean to say. Maybe what I really mean to say is how how Android has sort of, like, the manufacturers have shifted to kind of deal with what is going on this year. Prices are changing. Phones are getting more affordable. Very different kind of, like, outlook. I don't know. That's what I was thinking about with yeah. the LG Velvet. Because it fits into, you know, the OnePlus Nord came out and everybody's like, oh, it's like so affordable. Oh my God. Even though like that was how much the flagship cost last year, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so I don't know. It just made me, just made me think about that. Lots of unboxing. Um, I heard you also unbox some stuff this week. No, no, I got,
1: I, I've saved something uh, from oh, last okay. week so we can do a live unboxing. Oh, I love now. this. Now, we're, of course, we're going to have to do like a, a theater of the air sort of thing like the old Mercury players uh, did uh, back in the days of old time radio uh, flow. Of course, you'll be able to see what I'm unboxing. I'll be trying right. to do as much ASMR uh, against the microphone as <laughs> okay. I can. Uh, but I have so I know what this is unless I've guessed completely wrong. Uh, but uh, but I have not opened it yet. So we're going to see. You
0: haven't even opened the cardboard that the shipping not, the shipping I container, not opened I should say
1: anything yet. Okay. And this does this does come from the great thing about the great thing about doing an unboxing like this uh, uh, without video is that I don't have to block off any of the addresses. Uh, so this <laughs> is uh, from China Post. So you know that this is going to be made by poorly paid labor, but also very very weird. Uh, it's, again, it's wrapped in that sort of like white. Plastic bag. With such Are I'm you
0: itching? In. Because that packaging always makes me itch. Just like, i honestly, any package makes me itch because I'm just I have very sensitive skin. So
1: no, not not quite. Although there's always a first time, and I, I and I order a lot of like electronic components from like Ali AliExpress, so mm-hmm. I do tend to see a lot of these things.
0: Well, honestly, just for me, anything that's dirty, ugh, out come the so, rash. Oh, it's, had, a so it's a shoe box.
1: It's a shoebox box covered with constellations.
0: That's cu- that's a nice box. You should keep and that
1: box. Well also, okay, I don't I'm not a sneakerhead, but if I the box actually has a, a label on the front that says custom shoes. Custom shoes. So that will make me look like pretty cool to people who think that hey, you've got like Nike Air Andes or something. So and
0: there's a lot this. of ASMR going on right now. <laughs> exactly.
1: I, I was about to say, whoever <laughs> packed this, thank you for like anticipating my need to make this sound cool on the radio. Yes, it is exactly what I thought it was. Interestingly, it smells like it smells like like Uncle Cologne. Like not there's like in in terms of like males male Eastern
0: European Uncle Cologne, because that stuff can be really overpowering.
1: No, well, see, you got the okay, you got the teenagers who like, hey, this could this stuff X body spray is great. I don't have to shower for weeks. And then there's like a period of time in which the the child becomes a man and realizes, okay, showering is still very much required on a at least daily basis on a humid day like this. Little older than he say, Oh, you know what? I I really do like that little. That you'll find one like forty dollar a bottle, like cologne you yes. actually like, and you will use it sparingly, mm-hmm. such that only people who are coming in for a hug will actually detect it, but they will find it very nice. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason, uh, what I what I what I assert as like Uncle Cologne is like you buy it to the drugstore. You just it doesn't overpower, but it's
0: expired. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was on sale,
1: so this person like bought like eighteen bottles of high karate or English leather or whatever. So this this is reminding me of again uh, holidays with with uh, older uncles. Okay, it is it is exactly what I thought it was. I'm going to I, like, be I have silent. No idea. I still can't let...
0: see it on the video. I have no idea. Ready? I'm just... You're in all of this. Okay. Oh, the Google Slides! Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's sorry. <laughs> the silliest thing this is this is i mean talk about like coronavirus stuff where oh it's like oh my gosh what a
0: treat exactly
1: it's like 3 three thirty in the morning and you read just like on reddit that ha. look there's this company that makes uh google slides so they're like they're like those those rubber like sandals that are slides but they have like the google slides logo on them <laughs> and if this if i'd read this at like 1 p.m during the middle of work day i would have Chuckled appreciatively, bookmarked it to talk about on the show, moved on with my life. But I this was at 3 30 in the morning, so I had to actually buy them. Weren't they're they actually, like
0: only ten dollars or something? Like they uh, weren't thirty dollars super... shipping
1: including, but actually uh, they're okay. very they're very well they're actually very well made. I mean they're they're clearly like high density foam uh like uh, slide sandals. So everybody knows,
0: Andy is like, he's bending the sandals. He's really doing the whole infomercial bit in front of the camera. I really appreciate it. Now he's trying on the shoes underneath the desk.
1: Okay, they look... Unfor- un- unfortunately, I'm really, really hot and sweaty, so I'm not going to foot model them. Okay, they're a little bit small. <laughs> That's I, antici- I anticipated that if these are Asian like foot sizes, like traditionally, I always guess uh, underguess, but okay, I am... As either – I don't know if I'm going to wear them because I'm trying to figure out whether I want them as a functional item or as a display piece. I feel as I though – I think you
0: should have them as a d- display piece. I don't think yeah, you should I, wear them. I think I agree with you.
1: I think that this That's is the a sort backdrop. Of
0: thing
1: you, you have you have on the shelf and then like I've been – after I have posted like my 80th YouTube video – Right, There's, and I, I get enough questions about them. Oh, you mean? Oh, these are my Google slides. Oh, <laughs> and then oh no, you can't, you can't get them. Of course, the of course the company that made them got sued by Google. The spoil spots. <laughs> no, you can't have mine either. Just
0: this. Just by the way, everyone, this episode that we're recording right now, really making, really giving me some like, if Adam Corolla were PG rated vibes. <laughs> Does that make sense? The, of, okay. Just uh, because explain, my though. of when I, you know, the the time when I was growing up, he was the love line person, and that's what I listened to before I went to bed. So that's like what I think of when I think of late night radio. So, just sorry that Adam Carolla is what came to mind, but it's, <laughs> no, that's that's, that that's fine. I'm, I'm
1: I'm glad you clarified because. Um, uh, I used to listen. Probably because it's
0: my only point of reference. That's I would, I was trying to say that you know the whole MTV generation here. So
1: not very. It was a very 90s reference. Yes. Yes. I got the <laughs> well because um, I uh, I used to listen to his podcasts like back in the maybe this. He, was, he had one of the first, like, mass media sort of podcasts.
0: After he left the radio, yes. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I was enjoying it up to – there are there a lot of podcasts. We're, we're, we're on number 266 of our podcasts. So if you are a regular listener, you are not on this, you're not in this group. But you've probably had that thing where uh, you like it – but you didn't realize how much a, you didn't identify a certain aspect of it that you didn't like until you were like twenty or thirty episodes in, yeah, yeah. and then you realized that oh my god, he is going to spend the first twenty minutes complaining about something stupid and petty that he did one that of his, on his Love personal systems. Yeah, well, he did like- that
0: on Love Line too, and it, 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 I think that's why he got. I was just turning, but I think that's why he got kicked off the radio is uh-huh. because he was just way too inflammatory people were like this is not this is not a good space well for it, was, it
1: wasn't it wasn't just <laughs> inflammatory it was it was just the idea i remember specifically it was like he is he was telling the story about how uh he, was, he had a really, really tight travel schedule and he was doing like some national like talk show or whatever and he needed a suit and so he had his assistant like either buy him a suit and FedEx him to it to the next day. But the the, the assistant didn't cut off the tags before he put it in the box. And so – and it's like he's spinning more. And then – so I'm there trying to find a damn bit of all because my assistant couldn't – so I called downstairs. And, and he's doing just, that like, yelling oh. that is
0: supposed to be like, you know, when you like yell on the radio and you're like – because I'm pit- – I mean, I do it too. Yeah. But –
1: <laughs> it was like, I'm like, dude, okay, so let's, let's. Put aside for the fact that the news is always talking about your latest one point eight million dollar car you bought that you'll never drive. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That, that absolutely that you have a personal like assistant
1: that per will much. solve a problem like that by being able to buy you a suit and FedEx it to you. Whereas for me, it would be I don't think I can afford to buy i will I'll I'll bring a what suit. What can I me. find
0: at Ross? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I will say I will I will have the
1: burden of taking a suit with me. But when you're saying for right. for, for almost anybody without a huge. A pile of celebrity entitlement. It would be oh well, geez, I wish she, I wish my assistant had cut off the text. Okay, well I'll, I'll just solve this problem. And then like in an email exchange, oh by the way, uh, you didn't cut. Uh, no big, no big deal. I was able to like get a pair of scissors. But next time, like it would be great if I could just like grab it out of the box and go. But you're doing great. Like oh
0: god. That's why we will never be famous.
1: <laughs> exactly. Because
0: we just can't can't go there. Um, hey, I heard you had a scoop.
1: Yes, um, I, I was kind of. I was kind of. Uh, uh, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't say uh, put in my place by the fact that you and the uh, people at All About Android managed to get the secret developer code name of Android 11, uh, Red Velvet Cake.
0: I believe it was the third year in a row we've done that. Yes.
1: <laughs> I see exactly. And uh, and so I I thought I, I felt I felt as though I'm <laughs> not doing my job. I'm not holding up my end. So I can tell you. Uh, I don't have the just the I don't have the code name for twelve, thirteen, or fourteen, but I have the secret developer code name for Android fifteen.
0: What would fifteen be in the alphabet? Easy. I well, it's it's see. it's more subtle than Sing this. It. Okay, it's, okay.
1: T- technically it would be uh well, see it would be a V again. So this does fit in. And then the Android fifteen is going to be red velvet cupcake. Oh, you got Android 11, which is red velvet cake. Android cupcake was Android 3.5. We round that up. Or excuse me, oh sorry, it was Android 1.5, but it was the uh, fourth edition of mm-hmm. Android. So add those together, you get red velvet cupcake. And I feel so strongly about this that I, I really stuck my neck out. Uh, on Monday when I did my food shopping, the, uh, the bakery department of the store did have red velvet cupcakes, so I bought and ate one. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I've got skin in the game. Don't think that I'm just one of these people who just speculates and then hopes you forget about it when it turns out that I'm wrong.
0: Wow. I Man, I really want a red velvet So you heard it here first. Why do you have to do that to me, Andy? Now I'm going to do this whole podcast with like the taste of red velvet cupcake in my mouth.
1: I, I would say that's a pleasant thing.
0: I, yes, but it's because I want, I want it. You know what Uh, I mean? Like the craving of it. It's not the, anyway. Um, I feel like this is a good time for us to take a break. Otherwise I'm going to start salivating all over the place. Um, and you know, we have a lot to talk about and I can't, (laughs) I can't salivate over, over some very, you know, serious business territory that we're about to venture into. So (laughs) we should, we should take a break and put our serious faces on. Got it. I'll work on that. If you were anywhere near the internet the other day, then maybe you've heard of something called hashtag tech hearings. Um, I think that was the hashtag that was on Twitter. But basically what happened is a bunch of really important people who run the biggest tech companies in the world went uh, in front of U.S. Congress and talked. That's that's really what it was. It was an exchange of dialogue maybe i would i want to say an exchange of ideas but like i don't know if i could i don't know if it was that diplomatic as <laughs> they tried to make it seem um definitely dog and pony show but you know it's uh it's one of those things that that we report on because <laughs> google was there um so the four folks who were there were mark zuckerberg of facebook uh jeff bezos of amazon tim cook of apple tim apple some would call him uh and of course our very own sundar pichai of google and you know i this is material podcast we talk about google google does hold up the web and well that was one of the reasons that they were at a hearing (laughs) because uh apparently it's Something antitrust, something or another. Well, that yeah. was. I mean, supposed uh, to be it.
1: House but... Judiciary Committee, sure. year-long investigation into antitrust uh, violations by uh, by tech companies. Whatever. I mean, that's yeah. sort of. Yeah. 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 That was. This is. I mean, it's bad and trending on worse. This is like the end of uh, more than a year of investigations. So we could. We knew that we were going to expect a certain amount of theatrics. By both parties on this committee, as they get to grill some of the most wealthy people, not just on Earth but perhaps in history. Yep. (laughs) And force. I mean, the only the only piece of really good news for all of these CEOs was thanks to coronavirus. The world does not get there, that photo of them of the, the 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 perp photo of all four of them standing up, holding up their re- right hands, and being sworn in like the members of the banking industry during the after the banking <laughs> after the banking scandals, the member of big tobacco after they were like forced to like admit that they'd killed hundreds of thousands of people. So they got to, but they they did get to be. I, I don't know whether it was worse. To be okay, which of these CEOs is going to be the first one to forget that he's muted, but start talking anyway? The answer is Jeff Bezos. Hey.
0: Yes. <laughs> and hey, we got to look at all of their backdrops. Um that was like so so many think pieces slash satirical <laughs> pieces about the backdrops that were featured um for for everybody. But of course, I mean we get we gotta talk about Pachai. So Sundar Pachai What was really remarkable is that he, you know, so he has to do his his opening remarks. He's on the stand, that sort of thing. Um, And it starts off very similar to how I worded the cover letters for the resumes I wrote in college. (laughs) (laughs) It is very like I, I had this anecdote that I would write about how I grew up in Silicon Valley and I was a lover of tech and like... I read Sunar's opening statement and I was like, "Yes, yes, did it, done there, been there, done that." Um
1: I was born in a log cabin that I built with my <laughs> own two hands, just the sweat <laughs> of my brow.
0: It was I mean, it was it was I grew up loving tech and then I went to go work at Google and it was great and I now have an incredibly lucrative career and I'm now testifying in front of the US Congress. So that's
1: that's what the
0: hell fun. <laughs> um um, so what was very interesting though is that even though there were there was this four page uh four pages of the opening remarks that there were two paragraphs in particular that were bolded sort of to draw attention i don't know if it was to lay out the thesis of what google was trying to kind of say um or if it's just to kind of like really make it stand out but here are the graphs, kind of read them individually and and see see how you feel inside after I read these. At Google, we take pride. Oh, hold on. My stop it. Go away. I should have muted you.
1: That that's not in the text. That's just It's, it's,
0: it's not. That was it, It's just it's perfect Google, when that happens that. on this podcast because anyway.
1: You shouldn't have used Google Assistant speech to text to dictate this.
0: Yes. Clearly. <laughs> At Google, we take pride in the number of people who choose our products and services.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, imagine how hard it to, to say that to say that with a straight face.
0: <laughs> well, I well, it's because my assistant just went off and like uh. Not only have I chosen the products and services, I've also chosen to host two podcasts <laughs> on <don't laughs> the matter. Anyway, we're even prouder of what they do with them. Again, I'm rolling rolling and laughing just Actually, this makes me feel called out. (laughs) Anyway, this is not about me, though. This is about Google. To this day, this is another paragraph, by the way. Uh, It's actually the penultimate paragraph, so right before the end. So this is how we're kind of concluding this whole four-page soiree. To this day, I haven't forgotten how access to innovation and technology altered the course of my life. Google aims to build products that increase access to opportunity for everyone, no matter where you live, what you believe, or how much money you earn. So yeah, Google is good. I mean, that's kind of the the premise of it. Um, and we've said it on this podcast. Yes, there are a lot of things that are good about Google, and um, the things that were brought up in this open in these opening statements were things that have been echoed before. Um, but it is. But then it turns into kind of like this sort of, here's why we matter, though. Like, here's how we're kind of keeping society moving forward. And Andy, would you like to kind of just take us through a little journey? Because. Yeah.
1: It, it really did feel like um, a campaign speech. But not for someone in the general election, someone who's trying to get the nomination, like their party's nomination to be like your congressperson because it's very, very broad. So essentially it's point by point, like here is why Google is good and please, 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 please don't crush us like a bug and don't force us to try to crush you (laughs) like bugs Mm because no one wants that.
0: Oh, God. (laughs)
1: So I'm I'm paraphrasing. I'm not quoting the the letter. I'm paraphrasing here, uh, saying that we expand access to opportunity through technology and we make our services free. Uh, Yeah, And also uh, saying and defending, well, yeah, we do have a kajillion users, but that just goes to show how good our services are and how accessible we make them to everybody because, once again, they're free, subsidized by other things. Uh, Pointing out that, of course, (laughs) not ignoring the opportunity of the pandemic, saying, well, you know, and also we got 140 million students and teachers connecting to each other via Google Classroom. (laughs) Isn't that nice? Remember how
0: you couldn't find a Chromebook? That's because you needed one to teach your children at home.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, anyway. And also saying, "Oh, we're, and we're really uh, as a as a as a megalo, huge corporation, we're good for the economy. We seventy five. We have seventy five thousand people working here in the United States, and we've been ranked as one of the United States' top five investors for the last three years." And I
0: wish I played a bingo game, by the way, for yeah. this congressional hearing because I feel like I would have. Oh, I'm <laughs> like sure. I, won something. Uh, I,
1: I didn't bother searching because there would have been way too many <laughs> hits on that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Little next one was little bit interesting in that tr- trying to engage as much positivity as they can they did they didn't say that we are your best line of defense uh, your best foot soldiers in the war against chinese technological supremacy by saying and hey, look you know all those those invest we're investing in, de- in developing new american technologies like artificial intelligence and quantum yeah. computing where we have that big breakthrough
0: you need us you really need us yeah
1: exactly <laughs> Uh, oh then pointing gosh. out, well, not just not just fellow huge businesses, and for like geopolitical strife, are also good for small businesses, and because small businesses they use YouTube to promote themselves, and, and they use our analytics Docs. tools, yep. yeah, and we're helping to keep them alive through the through their pandem- the pandemic or these businesses floating through our collaboration or meeting tools, and then anticipating, and whoa, if we say we're big and we have no competition, oh god. I only wish we had no competition. Uh, you see these create gray, gray hairs in my head? Okay, well, partly it's because we I wasn't able to get my salon guy in since the pandemic. But mostly because, <laughs> holy cow, we're competing against Alexa and WhatsApp and Snapchat and Amazon and eBay and Walmart. Holy gosh, it's amazing that we, we can still like keep gas in our cars. And... Oh, okay. I I hear you say, what's, what about ads? What about it? Okay. We're doing pretty well there, but you know, there's so much competition out there. And he's saying your ad costs have actually dropped by 40% over the last 10 years. Please assume that that's because there's so much competition up there and please don't look at the numbers of how much we tend to own the digital ad price. but anyway you know if anything like we're promoting innovation and competition we're not stifling it oh, i mean stifling we we give away If you are buying the drinking free. game
0: this is when you would have taken six shots already yeah. just by the way um, please don't drive
1: yes like you know how like, you can buy smartphones for like less than 50 bucks it's because like we that's give us. away that's us. android that's us. That's us. isn't that nice that's us. we did that Yeah, Ah. and then then like, oh, okay. What what do we not? What do they? What do they hate us for? Ooh, oh, privacy. <laughs> <laughs> privacy. I uh, just didn't think about that. We did, no, I'm not saying we don't think about privacy. I'm just saying it skipped my mind. The the fact that I only mentioned this in like the second to the last paragraph of uh, this opening, it doesn't mean we don't care about it. Oh, uh, security important, privacy important, blah, 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 blah. So I mean, let's just take that. I mean, we have been lobbying for comprehensive federal privacy laws. And you no, know, this is the subscript for anybody who's been like looking into that said. You yeah. And don't don't and don't tr- don't be cynical and think that the reason why we've been lobbying for federal laws about this <laughs> is because we feel as though we can probably put enough money into lobbying to change things on the federal level instead of arguing with 50 separate states who where we might not be able to influence every single decision. But but OK, they're still lobbying. That's nice. You, you uh, so- see,
0: you see why I had Andy take you through the journey, because that now I imagine that you imagined all of that because I certainly did. Um, I am available very, for
1: cartoon voiceovers.
0: Perfect. Um, that's good to know. <laughs> uh, but of course, Andy, there is also the other side <laughs> of the hearing. <laughs> there, In fairness, remember, Sundar, it was, as we prepare Sundar you for this, you will get some people. questions from Congress people. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? What do the Congress people say? I mean, you know, there are just so many people from so many different states there. <sighs>
1: yeah. Again, there's
0: there's some you know,
1: we could uh, on the on the big bingo card. There was probably a separate bingo card for like grandstanding theatrics. That mm. cameras? Are you saying there'll be? Well, I'll be on camera. Oh, <laughs> I might even get invited to talk on the television. So yeah, there was. I, I really, I really did imagine like uh, you know the uh, uh, you know the uh, the the Christopher Guest mockumentary. Ah, uh, waiting for Guffman yes. he has the character Corky yes. St. Clair, like this, the, the really, really out there theater. So I imagine Corky St. Clair like coaching all of these Congress people on saying, <laughs> "Now, when you say, doesn't that see, doesn't that define, uh, doesn't that find an unfair trade practice? I want you to put a pause, like a pregnant pause, and nod between. Doesn't that sound like?" And I want you to count in your head 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, an unfair trade practice. It's because there were a lot of uh, – it was hard to now uh, – uh, I had to give the Oscar, however, uh, to Representative Jim Jordan, a Republican from Ohio. who uh, also happens to be the highest-ranking Republican on the House Judiciary Committee. So, man, not without a certain amount of is, power. Okay,
0: hold on. What does that mean, highest-ranking? Um, sorry, I slept through this one in eleventh grade civics. I think, he
1: had, I civics. think he's. I think it. I, I, gee, I should have tricked. I assume okay, it's, it's because he, he has the, he's spent the most time us. in Congress, and therefore he's got the he has. Oh,
0: I okay. Think so. Okay.
1: I'll have to. If, I, if I'm wrong, then all I right. No, that that wrong. Um, okay, sorry. But anyway, so now it, it should be mentioned that this is this is not hey Just for just for funsies, let's try to let let's see if we can get all these tech CEOs in to help us fix our iPhones and our and our Samsung tablets, which has happened before. This is a year ago they announced the the Judiciary Committee had a fight. Between uh, between another uh, uh, government oversight group over who would get to handle the antitrust investigation into big tech and the and the Justice Committee won, one uh, they beat the FTC over this. Uh, that's how much they were interested in this fight, and they have spent a year. Not getting their hair permed and, and getting getting their acting lessons, but investigating antitrust, seeking out, collecting, interviewing people, collecting evidence, subpoenaing memos, subpoenaing emails. They are coming here armed with one year's worth of evidence about antitrust violations that each of these companies may or may not be involved in. This is not a chance to, like, complain about whatever you want to complain about. Jim Jordan, however, decided this is a good time to, like, start talking about the usual, like, conservative conspiracy theories. Um, I tried to sum them up, but I decided that I just can't even. So here is a direct quote. So here's the question I think is on so many Americans' minds. They they saw the list we read here earlier, all, all the things Google has done. Google is siding with the World Health Organization over anyone who disagrees with them, even though the World Health Organization obviously lied to America and shills for China. YouTube and Google is siding with them. We, we have the history of what Google has done in the history of 2016, where they obviously, according to one of your marketing executives, tried to help Clinton. And here we are, 97 days before the election, and we want to make sure it's not going to happen again. Can you assure us oh you're not going to tailor or configure your platform to help Joe Biden? Oh and second, that you're not going to use your search engine to silence conservatives. Can, can you give us those two assurances today?
0: I would have taken him seriously if it were not for all that side drawl about the election and what happened and Clinton and Joe Biden. It's just like. that. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, it's, it's very frustrating to see this because I'm over here. I'm making all these noises. OK, everybody knows I'm very <laughs> reactive, but I'm reactive because I'm I am disappointed that like these are the people who are in charge of this. I would like to actually I mean, we do have concerns About antitrust. We do have concerns about the things that quote unquote big tech is doing. And it's very frustrating to see that, you know, these personal, this is basically a personal vendetta coming through. What is a very, what is a very public facing official hearing. And it's like, seriously, like I came over here to talk to you about the new like garbage pickup schedule. Like I'm not here to help you, (coughs) you know, write a will <laughs> like you know it's just like
1: yeah weird
0: metaphor but you and know the, what i mean
1: and and the thing is that uh, of course this is a committee meeting each of these people gets five minutes and so that's five that's, you're wasting
0: uh, your time
1: exactly that was it's <sighs> these uh, these four executives are not being hauled in there again for some sort of pr thing uh, this is like part of there's going what we hear today what we heard on wednesday is going to be uh, that no one was expecting, uh, like Tim Cook to say, "Well, of course we use the App Store to enforce our will upon the entire market." I mean, what, sorry, what's I the just point of having imagining power Tim if you Cook don't?
0: say? Yeah. Speaking uh, me laugh. It's,
1: yeah, I know it, but, but but it's going to be the the toughest questions. were almost certainly going to be, well, I don't have specific knowledge of that specific memo that you mentioned i can get back to you the important thing is to now this is part of the public record that there is a memo that they have found and that this is definitely something that they're going to be following up with so it's it, this is so this is the best that he had to say but okay so Sundar Pichai well coached did not say yeah <laughs> I don't know what you've been smoking. I hope you are in a state in which smoking that stuff was legal. But he basically said – very tactfully said, uh, well, I don't believe that that's accurate. Also, the Google's work on the 2020 elections is totally nonpartisan. OK, but eventually his time, eventually his time runs out. Next lawmaker up to bat was Representative Mary Gay Scanlon, Pennsylvania Democrat <laughs> – Open her questions by telling me, by saying to the, uh, the, the the four executives, I'd like to redirect your attention to antitrust law Oof. rather than fringe conspiracy theories. Uh, Mr. Jordan, not real pleased about that. And he leapt out. <laughs> he actually shouted, we have the email. This is no, there is no fringe conspiracy theory. And then the, the, the committee started like, yelling, oh, for F's sake, <sighs> sit. I think there was a bipartisan sort of thing. It was, sit down also you're and one of them actually said "Look, he's uh everyone who's who's in the room was wearing a mask the, the rules were that only if you were speaking right you know during your time do you take the mask off and of course you know this dude wasn't wearing his mask at all and someone said put your damn mask on at which point he yells back talk about masks why would the deputy secretary of the treasury unmask michael flynn's name uh. i'm like oh for we're is there is there should be i'm not saying that a trap door underneath each of these chairs should be used i'm just saying it should be there so that you know where the line is that at some point i if the committee member if the, the head of the committee like has his gavel but he also has like a big big red lever once he puts his hand on that lever he realizes that that's about the dumbest thing you can possibly say before I send you on the chute that, that puts you back onto the right. commercial subway. Right. Consider your next words very, very carefully.
0: Right. right. Uh, Not a golden egg. Um, yeah, that's weird. Yeah.
1: And so, as I mean, of course, all he really wanted to do was probably get on Fox News to talk about how, oh, I'm such a strong conservative. I really held their feet to the fire. And so Tucker Carlson did have him on and uh, supported the stuff that he was saying but also but also he pointed out that yeah but uh congressman google was your campaign's second largest contributor in the last election cycle wasn't it and, he, and of course he comes back with well you know if this if google wants to exercise its first amendment rights by, wow uh,
0: And I I know we might get a little I feel like we might get a tiny bit of pushback I know that because we've got (laughs) some Like really American Politics stuff happening here and I know that Our international audience is like Come on guys move it along Uh, But we do kind of want to paint a picture For you of just like what What it is that a company That you Rely on so much for your tech Like what it kind of Is dealing with (laughs) (laughs) In the courts, Um, because it is and it is also worth noting that there's a vast difference between the way like the EU is handling the antitrust hearings versus the way the U.S. is. And it it does become this sort of like theater where it's kind of hard to stay focused. Um, But eventually the hearing did get focused, right, Andy? And then we finally started to kind of like the hammer started to come down on some things that were of absolute concern yeah. Regarding Google.
1: Yeah, And by the way, speaking of the EU, um, the past week or so, we were talking about um, negotiations, conversations Google mm-hmm. was having with the EU about their acquisition of Fitbit and concessions that Google was agreeing to make in order to let this thing go through. Uh, and so the hope was that they might have their approval this week, but uh, there was a reversal. Reversal of fortune in which the EU did the thing that Google was trying to avoid, which is mm. saying... We're going to go ahead with our four-month-long investigation into antitrust issues surrounding this acquisition. So don't, 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 don't start sending out your congratulatory Google Bit uh, T-shirts just yet. Uh, because again, because there there are serious, serious issues with all four of these companies, and the they do have the amount of power that uh, when American antitrust laws were created. Uh, that the these legislators had in mind that these are if you if you control all of the steel in the country, right? You have enough political. You have the political power of a high ranking senator or even a president, and this is why we have to make sure that if someone is if a company is. Particularly, kind of this building infrastructure that the entire country is relying on. They don't have the ability where they are they outgrow the ability to control or regulate them. And right. This is why they have laws and rules in which the under which they're allowed to operate. And the committee, over the course of six and a half hours, they did <laughs> manage to land a number of really good body blows against Google. Um, the most common ac- accusations. Uh, and this is almost a direct quote that was that uh, Google started off as a turnstile sort of service where you go to Google to find a place to go to, to leave Google search and go to uh, next.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but the saying it's turned itself into a walled garden where it's search results are now trying to steer users into one mm. of Google's own sites or services yeah. and prevent them from wanting yeah. to leave. Um, that uh, uh, they also were talking a lot about uh, what Google has been doing against uh, vertical searches these are instead of uh, competing they, they, they're not really worried about competing with DuckDuckGo. Right. You go know, these broad searches they're worried about uh why are people going to amazon to do their product shopping there's to search for products why are they going to cars.com to search for cars these are vertical searches and so uh outlining with evidence and documentation uh what they've been doing to try to quash to try to steal traffic and content away from uh, mm-hmm. these other sites mm-hmm. again to prevent people from uh uh, losing their reliance or their association with Google. Uh, next, that once again, they've stolen content from these other sites and services, both to bootstrap its own offerings in like travel, restaurants, things like that, and also or like once, the
0: Lyrics engine.
1: Exactly. That's another great example uh, to uh, discourage the user from leaving a Google site mm-hmm. or service. Right. Furthermore, that they both can and have threatened these companies uh, with delisting them from Google search, basically threatening to make them disappear if they don't let Google get away with whatever they want. Uh, and this was, this this was kind of famous. Uh, they, they did, uh, they did threaten. Then this was brought up that they threatened Yelp with delisting when search uh-huh. started to incorporate Yelp content uh, into search results and Yelp complained and Google said, Oh, I'm, I'm sorry that you're upset with us using your, if you'd like, we could make sure the people. So that's, Again, when they when it's a vague threat, the vague threat that hey, you're you're stifling conservative conversation, which is not just unprovable; it's proven to be really not true. But even so, it's a vague thing you can't demonstrate. When they say that you've been you've been taking part in these activities, oh, and by the way, we are we are making that accusation based on documents that you that you provided to us as part of this investigation. Uh, that's bad. Um, also, that uh, Google is abusing their ability to observe web traffic on a large scale to gain an unfair advantage mm. over their competitors. Um, And the final thing I wanted to pull out that they were bringing up is that Google's whole business model uh, of trying to show users search results that generate the most revenue through ads and keep them on Google services, because that's how Google makes money from users, that this whole idea is at odds with the user's desire to get the most useful and relevant search results. Uh, Now, Pichai's uh, defense... Was cons- pretty consistent. There, there were various flavors of how. Well, I mean, you're, you're telling us about uh, about uh, uh, what we're supposed allegedly doing uh, to fight vertical search. Well, that just demonstrates that there is plenty of competition in search. Uh, yeah,
0: and okay. he was citing the numbers <laughs> about
1: how yes, we have. If you talk about total, like paid ad- paid ads, we do have this huge line share of the market. But when you talk about uh, advertising for cars, advertising for travel, advertising for stocks. When you break these things down, that it gets a lot, uh, gets a lot more messy. Um, and the other stuff that they, he was saying, which is kind of a complicated argument, which is that the company's focus is always on delivering the search results that mm-hmm. the user wants. And he never explicitly said this, but it's kind of easy to see that if the if. It's, there's times there have been times when I'm writing something and I have to mention like with oh the the list price of the right. iPhone 11 and I really don't want to go read an article and hope that it mentions the price. If I say list price of the iPhone 11 and it comes back with six hundred ninety nine dollars for the sixty four gigabyte mm-hmm. configuration, that's exactly what I want. It's doing what I want it to do. The fact that it scraped that information algorithmically from another source and has prevented me from going further than Google search, that is both useful to me and also a problem uh, with uh, competition. So it is a complicated sort of issue. Now, I don't think anybody expected that this was going to be like a, a Columbo style, well, presented with this evidence, I... Guess I have to confess to the whole thing. Will you be taking me downtown? No, sure. Sergeant. <laughs> Those the cuffs won't be necessary. It's no, it's going to. This is you. It's a reflection of how serious these companies are taking it. The fact that four of these CEOs blocked out this much of their time, not only for their appearance uh, in, uh, to give this testimony, but also all the time they spent prepping for this. Um, i mean per per minute the the value of a ceo's time is incalculable and if you get time on a ceo's so much calendar brain power yeah exactly. just to
0: like prepare for something like that i mean that's i can yeah that's and, and, and I, i'm yeah sorry yeah. go ahead oh,
1: no so and i was just saying that in contrast to previous times when uh, when Zuckerberg, for instance, has been on. Yeah. And it was unfocused. There really was it's it, they seem to have brought him in because something has to be done about this uh, about this Cambridge Analytica scandal. And oh, we're definitely as your congresspeople going to be looking into this. So they had to be seen to have been bringing him in. Whereas this is when <laughs> this is when the detective, the, the police invites you to come in and explain a few things. And of course, and you're you're perfectly welcome to, to 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 bring an attorney with you, and you know that okay, this is definitely it. They're convening bring a grand jury. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> this is this is where they know that this is the first step towards uh, either of two two options, neither of which is going to be palatable at all. One of which involves a ruling against them and new rules yeah. about how yeah. they can and cannot do business, or a series of negotiations about uh, voluntary things that they, they will do. And it will, it will involve a signed agreement with terms of what happens if they violate the agreement, but you would much rather go into, if you, you would much rather not go in front of a judge and have them hand down a mandatory minimum. If you can go, if you can meet in a nice room where there's bottled water and say, what if instead of 50 years for this charge and you try to prove that I did it, I admit I misfiled some library books. Let's not say they were late. Let's just say they didn't get checked in. And I will definitely pay those $8 fines. And as to the building that I ran into while drunk and caused to collapse one day before the building was supposed to open, let's just forget all about that. You'd much rather negotiate your way out of it than hope (laughs) that you have enough friends in Congress that you can deal with whatever happens.
0: Well, Andy, I really appreciate you taking us through that journey because I you know, I I had the opportunity. I really appreciate you doing that as well, uh, for our listeners, because I had the opportunity to just kind of sit there and analyze it. And man, I really got the gears going in my head. Just like, like, what could they do to like get around this? Like maybe they only give search results to people when they're logged in, you know, <laughs> and or something like that. I don't know. All sorts of ideas. But like you said, there's nothing. This wasn't a buttoned-up, you know, sort of case. It, this is a. This is going to be an ongoing thing. This is the start of. This is the start of something to really pay attention to. Um, and I have to also say, like, uh, I can't help but see some of Congress's points. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on you know, it's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that is a good point. Yeah, I like. I never leave the search window. That's really right. true. That kind of does suck for other people. <sighs> yeah. Well, and it, and we're yeah. not even
1: talking about like out if, if this were like, I don't know. I don't know if we were doing a, f- a Facebook podcast, what we would, what we would call it. But if this were a Facebook podcast, we're like, okay, now we're here's our button. And we're going to do a seven hour <laughs> show about all this quantitatively and unarguably evil things that Congress has not proven that Google did. <laughs> and. <laughs> I, I mean, it's uh, Amazon. and Amazon. All these companies got a grilling. Even Apple, you know, had to get. get, get even Apple had to get grilled. Not about as much as the well, other. Well, they ruined did. ebooks So true.
0: <laughs> but I guess. But oh wait, again, or was it like, Amazon?
1: The scariest. They both that actually, actually, both of them did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> the the scariest thing, and I, I did for because of all the different things that we write about, it's not like I could, not like we can like pick and choose out of this testimony. Okay, let's just talk. Let's. I'm just going to look at the stuff where their Google's like okay, but I got to talk about this on NPR on Friday, so I really do have to like look at everything. And you got to right. You got to know that. <laughs> like oh oh, by the the thing that gets you excited about reading about Apple's testimony is that yeah um. Congress did get access to memos and emails and conversations that were being had involving with with Steve Jobs. And Steve oftentimes for all of his, as part of his genius didn't think well what if in 2020 years after I'm dead there's some sort of huge antitrust thing will what I'm saying about forcing my employees to take whatever we want to pay them because they know that we'll block them from being hired anywhere else. How's that going to look? How is my – how is Tim Cook, my close friend at this point, going to have to answer that? Like, ooh.
0: I wonder if Tim Cook's probably just like – just like mothering under his breath, just like (laughs) – Anyway, this is, again – (laughs) <laughs> wonderful theater. Mm, exactly. Yes. <laughs> this is just, this
1: is just the first act. of yeah. A five act structure.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, it's going to be a long opera. <laughs> um. I don't know if I'm going to like the music. <laughs> take that metaphor in. Let's take a quick break. Just we're going to lighten things up around here. Just a tiny bit. A tiny bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Given that none of us are CEOs of Google. This is right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> So this kind of piggybacks on what we were just talking about regarding to antitrust, but it's a little less heavy. It doesn't immediately involve the government or any sort of government. So that's nice. Mm. Um we can, investigation- I mean, we can say
1: it's bad timing. I mean, when you're you yeah, know, it's it's like when you come home after you're, you're giving your testimony and some And the dog is run around
0: tire. with mud all over the carpet and it's just exactly. you don't know if that's actually mud.
1: You're you're gonna and you're gonna be you're gonna be saying well at least this is the at least you know this is just the all the bad news we're gonna get this week like it's yeah, and just, then
0: a shell falls
1: it's a bad time it's a bad time yeah, to get news on your head that might affect people's interpretation of Google as a
0: – it's like rain on your wedding day exactly. Exactly. Um, so an investigation by the markup found that 41% of the first page of Google search results is taken up by Google products.
1: <laughs> and and by the way, the committee chairman did bring up this report.
0: <laughs> yeah, this okay. <laughs> yeah, bad oh, timing indeed. Um, so that number actually jumps to 63% when you define the first page of search results as one iPhone 10 screens worth. That's fair. Um, from the report. We examined more than 15,000 recent popular queries and found that Google devoted 41% of the first page of search results on mobile devices to its own properties and what it calls direct answers, which are populated with information copied from other sources, sometimes without their knowledge or consent. Like the lyrics. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it does seem like the conclusions are just a tad complex. Uh, the study includes all of Google's knowledge panels and other answers in that percentage so we're talking about you know all the cards and interactive sort of dynamic little bits that you see when you do um a search query and the study so when the study uses myocardial infarction is that what it is
1: yep but this is this is the actual this is like a first search term that they mentioned like in in this report
0: okay uh so when the study uses myocardial infarction (laughs) As a test query, search returns it, and here are some of the bullet points. Google's dictionary definition, a people-also-ask box that expanded to answer related questions without leaving the search results page. I've seen this. A knowledge panel, which is an abridged encyclopedia entry with various links. I've seen this. And a related conditions carousel leading to various new Google searches for other diseases.
1: Hmm. Mile Curry infarction, if... Hopefully you haven't had any experience with this is a heart attack.
0: I knew it was something with the heart because of myocardial, but I guess infarction is just not a word that I've seen a lot in my life. So I think that's why I just didn't immediately click. Anyway. Also, at a time like this, note. you
1: don't need eight syllables, like three syllables, heart attack. And that boy, people like, I think yeah. I'm having I'm a myocardial, myocardial, myocardial
0: infarction. infarction. You don't want people oh saying, my oh my no. God, where's
1: your inhaler? Have, like, yeah, no. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so they fairly point out that these results appear before any links to WebMD, Harvard, or Medscape. Um But it's also fair to point out that this is definitely an issue where the user wants fast access to trustworthy, authoritative information. Again, there's that whole thing with what you were talking about earlier, Andy. Like when you are working on something and you just want to find one little detail, the last thing you want to do is have to traverse three links to get to that detail, right? And it's it's Um, not
1: not just that. It's like – and this is something that Sundar was mentioning uh, time mm-hmm. and time again in his responses to questions. That part of what they have to deliver are trustworthy trustworthy information. Yeah. So I don't right. want to. I don't. Uh, if Google did not curate search results very very well. And I just found out that my uncle has had a myocardial infarction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I'm doing doing a search. If the number one result was a very, very highly right. gamed well, the, it turns out that if you just suck on this piece of birch wood SEO. Yeah. that's being yeah. <laughs> you know, what causes heart attacks isn't the smoking, it's not the drinking, it's not the it's fact Demons. That it, yeah, it's like <laughs> Again, I I kind of appreciate that at the top it's like here's here's what we are willing to validate as facts. Right. Don't want right. Don't want keep reading to like do your own navigation. But if you're very, very scared at this point, we're telling you exactly what it is, how it gets treated, it needs a doctor's diagnosis. You can't just simply say you're having yes. a heart attack.
0: Yes. And also scared, by the way, are the businesses who have been affected by this kind of power ranking search. Uh, One source in the story said, my goal in life is not to cross the Google gods. Like that's how people kind of feel about the search engine. And it really is like when you think about, I mean, that's the reason you say to Google something. It's become such a part of vernacular and not just English. I mean, any language, you'll see that kind of come up. Well, uh, it, Reuters, well, oh, sorry. I'm
1: sorry. It, well, it, it is, um, it, it's also this sort of thing where it's possible for Google to be guilty of no wrongdoing and yet still be exercising too much power. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of, and uh, again. This it's like Aladdin.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, this, he had this. all the power of the genie, but like it doesn't mean that he used his wishes for the right things. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, the, it's really late. I can only speak in metaphors. This late it's, again. So. This is this, this is material <laughs> this is after happens. dark. Put yourself in <laughs> scotch and seagrams. Uh, the 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 difficult. Like for instance, uh, I mean there, there was a lot of testimony from uh, during the uh, or testimony cited uh, by the committee. About um, like small businesses of various kinds that have basically said that Google put us out of business, and a lot of them were kind of thin on actual details, unfortunately. But it's every time that Google adjusts its search algorithm by one way or another, there are it's a it's a completely sealed black box, and nobody knows how it works. And if you are if you are a company that needs Google search to help people find your business, and suddenly you go from being like the top. Uh, the eighth, uh, the eighth number eight search uh, in a certain region for like roofing, and suddenly you're number 38. And you don't know why that happened. But you suddenly know, you can look at your analytics and see that I'm getting absolutely no attention whatsoever from, from uh, these, uh, from these searches. You have no idea how that happened. You have no idea why that happened. You have no uh, way to hold Google accountable to say that, Tell me that you're not developing a brand new search product that lead that connects people to contractors, right. and that because I'm not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's Zeus. Google is Zeus. Yep. <laughs> In Greek mythology.
1: And other, and and again, it's just a bad week for that to come. I'm, I'm sure it was timed for these congressional hearings, but uh, there was there was another one that was. Again, bad timing. That if, I just
0: I feel like I ate a beef stew. Like it's just yeah. <laughs> it feels really heavy right now. I needed a second. Well, it's
1: like it's like I mean, imagine that <laughs> we all, everyone who works for these these the the executive teams of these executives, they also knew that they'd be giving this this testimony on Wednesday. They also knew that it would probably not make them look real good. So, like if you can if you can uh, possibly be on Jimmy Kimmel show. Or possibly be on someone who's uh, the show of someone who's more palatable, uh, like Stephen Colbert's show, and look more avuncular and non-threatening. Mm. Like you don't mm. want them pointing out that. And but gosh, I, so I, that's uh, again, you you just want to make sure that uh, you're giving the users what they want. Uh, but what's about this story in which you're trying to get Samsung to shut down its competing voice assistant and its competing app store?
0: Right, but Ugh. I can't. I can't disagree with the. Is, okay, so the next little bit of news was that uh, Reuters and Bloomberg reported and this. This, admittedly, again, does not look good with everything else going on. That Google was tempting Samsung with a lucrative revenue sharing deal in exchange for dropping the Bixby assistant and the Samsung Galaxy app store. So, I I actually saw that come through in my Google feed, and I, I just kind of rolled my eyes because I said, you know what. Maybe it'd be good for us to have Google Assistant as kind of like the one assistant. You know, I would appreciate it on the Galaxy Active, but I'm just one person. I'm just one person. Uh, Reuters is... Basing the story on correspondence seen by Reuters on Tuesday of this week Uh, to quote exact financial details under negotiation between the companies could not be determined. But Google's dangling more lucrative terms for Samsung than in previous deals if it retreats from its app strategy, according to a source familiar with the talks. The companies are aiming to finalize terms by Friday, the source added, which is when you'll be listening to this podcast. So I guess we'll see. Next week is the launch of the Galaxy Note, the next iteration. So wouldn't it be great, I guess, to have some sort of news come out of that regarding this? But I doubt it. I bet we're still going to see Bixby. is still <laughs> a thing. Um, Samsung actually sent a statement to Bloomberg saying that Samsung remains committed to our own ecosystem and services. At the same time, Samsung closely works with Google and other partners to offer the best mobile experiences for our users. So I, I don't know if I would personally, subjectively say that it's the best, but I will say that I have choice. So that's Cool. Yeah. Um Google then sent a statement to Bloomberg saying like all Android device makers Samsung is is free. It's free to roam, to create its own app store, digital assistant, to date whoever they want. We're in an open relationship. That's one of the great features of the Android platform. We're very open. And while we regularly talk with partners about ways to improve the user experience, we have no plans to change that. We have no plans to close this relationship. It's okay, Jada. You can go out with that guy. I understand, because I'm the ever-understanding husband, Will Smith. <laughs>
1: And, you, you know, if if some, Samsung decides that it would much rather accept our $1.8 billion package to stop making products that we find inconvenient, I think that's their business. And Google shouldn't interfere with that in any way.
0: Right. Right. Um, this is fun. So, I don't know. I doubt we'll see anything next week is the note. I'm already tired saying that out loud, by the way. <laughs> Oof. Because... Well, let's take a quick little break, and then we'll get into our after dinner mint, because I'll tell you why next week is also going to be really tiring. Yes. So I said next week was going to be really tiring, um, not just because I have an infant here at home, but also because Google, along with so along with Samsung, doing their thing on August fifth, Google has apparently teased again because <laughs> we just keep getting teased uh, an August third launch for the Pixel. 4a the much-awaited pixel 4a can I, can, I just, um, can I just
1: say that i wish google would stop teasing us i mean it's it's mean i don't i didn't like being teased when i wore a bow tie in second grade i didn't like being teased when i wore my my, my spider-man costume bottoms to my, to my junior high finals because that's the only clean pants i had it's just not nice just just Release the, the damn thing. Just show us the phone. Tell us what the prices. Give me a link to order it or not order it. And that's that. All just I made
0: was. me think about how I got made fun of in middle school because I wore the same NSYNC shirt twice in a week. It was a last day of school, and I wanted everybody to know me as the teeny bopper. Anyway, I was.
1: It was a Backstreet Boys community, wasn't it? it
0: yeah. mm, hmm. That's past poss- That's those a possibility. Those mean, those
1: mean girl gang, gangland mm-hmm. warfare between NSYNC and Backstreet yeah. Boys.
0: Yeah, but the joke's on that, me, because Backstreet Boy still has a career. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the links posted on Google social media pages led to a Google store landing page that contained what appeared to be a censored slogan, okay, and a transparent placeholder image for a phone, as well as a couple of paragraphs of Greek placeholder lorem ipsum text. Cool. Um, I'm going to have some links for you in the show notes, including that lorem ipsum Hold on, I'm going to go to this. I'm going to go to this URL right now. Yep, it's it's the google blank blank blank. And then when you tap on the blanks, they come up different colors. So they come up yeah. green, yellow, 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 green, red.
1: There're six words.
0: The introducing the Google phone. Oh, something is going on here. Something is going on here. It took
1: it took it took me a while to figure it out, but something it's a but it's a nice little puzzle. is
0: going on here.
1: Dun, dun, <laughs> dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. Wait, am I supposed to do something else? That's it, no, right? No, no,
1: no. There's okay, okay. Here's here's what, what the solution.
0: Yes. More audio.
1: Okay, uh, I will just simply say that uh, there are six words that have been blocked out.
0: Right. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes.
1: The Google has six letters in it and the letters in the logo have different colors and as you click on each of those blocked out blocks the colors cycle between google letters uh, between colors in the google logo yes so if you were to click on each of these so that you the colors of those boxes from left to right are the same colors as the six letters in the google logo something interesting will happen
0: Okay, so I, I got them to red.
1: Click, click on each one of them, like just cl- keep clicking on one box until it turns into the color you want it to be.
0: Okay, I'm gonna do blue. Oh, I see what's happening here. Yeah, and yes, we're doing this live on the podcast right mm-hmm. now. Again, this theater is material of the after dark. Oh, but it won't turn blue. Oh, what's happening here? <laughs> Did you figure it out, Andy?
1: Yes, although I had to. <laughs> You had to uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, like my Google start page has the logo, like in all white letters. So I had to like Google oh, search I see what for you're
0: saying. Okay. Okay. So you, oh, pull I pull up.
1: So the, from oh. left to right, the Google logo is yeah. blue, red, red,
0: red. Oh,
1: so, so you see the, so you want the first box to be blue.
0: Okay. Okay. I was doing it backwards. Ah, There you go. Okay, okay. Hold on. Hold on, guys. I'm doing it. Um, okay. Blue, blue, green, green, yellow, and then at the end, red?
1: Yes. I was act- I was actually pasting in the canonical Google logo into our Slack so that...
0: Uh, it won't... Oh, here we go. Oh, it didn't work. Wait. R- uh, blue, blue, green, green, yellow, red. No. It
1: should be blue, red. Blue, blue... Nope.
0: Oh, blue, red? Blue, red. Okay.
1: Then yellow. Okay.
0: Yellow. Wow, I'm totally off. Green.
1: Nope. Then blue, then green, then red.
0: Oh. I don't know how many minutes we've been doing that for, but... (laughs) we And and Jim, you're probably going to want to edit that, and I'm sorry, but (laughs) it's called the Google Just What You've Been Waiting For phone. (laughs) Lorem ipsum dolor sit amet, but it doesn't matter because I'm still sticking to my original hint of the Google phone. That's what I'm sticking with. That I've decided to create a conspiracy of my own because I'm bored and (laughs) you know, yeah. Uh, (laughs) In any anyway, in
1: any event. Yeah, the Lorem so...
0: Ipsum is fake, by the way. Yes. Uh, so if you go and you read through it, it actually contains a couple of mentions of the features, including Vidius Chatum, Low Lightning, Low Light, Low Lightena Capturum, tate Bocus. I definitely, when I saw Bocus, I was like, wait a minute, that's not really a Lorem <laughs> Ipsum. Mega Pixelum, uh, Long Lasting is Batterum. We'll see about that one, Google and when you oh you can throw it into google translate uh it will say what did you translate it into
1: uh if you do it uh, auto dictate okay. auto or rather auto sense it auto senses latin and translates it into uh english and some of it stays the same it becomes lorem ipsum sedam et un et dolore." and vitality but some important things to do eos mod video chats Regional Chanel makeup football macro low light <laughs> no catch uh, blurtate boquetum sauce pot but the earth but need a lot of beating so perhaps <laughs> so perhaps it's saying uh, uh, video chats uh, macro lens low light uh, takes a lot of beating uh, the second paragraph oh. Westinghouse smile at anyone but that he hated volputate. And a lot of megapixels, but the court of the bed, but he wishes to long-lasting battery.
0: Yeah, I definitely do wishes to long-lasting battery. I'll yes. tell you that much. Totagalia,
1: hey. Davisa Est.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. And if you do this on your phone, you can use the assistant, what's on my screen, feature results. Um, and assistant will say, here's some info related to the screen. Followed by an info box for the Waiting film series. Oh God, okay. Wait, which Waiting? Waiting, the awful movie starring Ryan Reynolds.
1: I think so. I I had not heard of it, but it looked like a modern movie.
0: I saw I I saw this movie in the theater when I was.
1: Yeah, they young. are two thousand five. Hmm. Oh, there you go. Young employees at Shenanigans Restaurant collectively mm-hmm. stave off boredom and adulthood with their antics.
0: I did. I did see that in the theater. Um, <laughs> anyway, so just here's what we're thinking about in terms of <laughs> smartphones and what we're going to be at this year. So the current collective wisdom is that 2020 will feature a Pixel 4a, a Pixel 4a G, and a Pixel 5 and I will mention that when I mentioned the Pixel 4a leak today or whatever this was to my pals in my Discord there was a question asking what about the 4a 5g so
1: yeah so it does so I, I don't know what uh, what that'll do for any of our plans um I would have been very excited about a 4a xl uh or even a but doesn't even seem to be a Pixel 5 xl so it looks like there'll be a low-cost 4A, as usual, a low-cost 5G version of the, of the 4A, and a Pixel 5, which presumably will have 5G built in. But we've also been hearing this. I mean, this there, there's so many leaks around this. And one of them is that this is not going to be like your $1,800 Samsung flagship. Oh, look at how great our engineering is. We can... Put a, a habit trail for tiny, tiny, tiny little hamsters in, inside our inside the screen.
0: I, I kind of feel like I kind of feel like I'm going to be very curious to see what the Samsung keynote's going to be like because I would have the wind taken out of my sails if I was trying to sell a phone that that's expensive during a time of not only great civil unrest but also a pandemic that has kept people from actually really working. Yeah. So hopefully. I would like to see how how Google steers this ship, you know, yeah, for, for its, its Pixel lineup. I'm I'm gonna be very curious. Yeah,
1: that, and that's a, and that's a good analogy too, because like how it, it is like steering a ship. It's not as though they they. they I believe that the, the common wisdom is that it takes about two and a half to three years to design and build a phone. Hmm. So this is the what you're seeing in 2020 is the residue of decisions mm-hmm. they were making in like 2018.
0: Exactly. So they
1: weren't able to say, oh, well, like it's not as though like, the new intern said, yes, but uh, sirs, uh, just to be, what, what if there were some sort of a global pandemic that affects the entire planet and like uh, lots of people are out of work, and the people who do have jobs, they're not leaving their homes anymore. What will that do to affect our product lines? Oh, for gods' The intern who gave him access to the chat. Look, okay, look, that's not gonna happen. But it has indeed uh, exactly happened. Uh, mm. And yeah, I mean,
0: I've indeed, I, I'm,
1: I, I've, as I've said before, I'm, I have my Pixel One, it still works great. Um, the battery, however, is. Uh, Probably nearing its end of life, in that I it can, it's perfectly adequate for someone who doesn't leave the house much anymore. But Andy, if this...
0: you want to, yeah, you want to manifest leaving the house, so you want a phone that'll do that for yeah, you. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. But, but, you, you but, have the, the, but to manifest it.
1: But the point is that, like, I would almost, I would almost certain if uh, without the pandemic, I would almost certainly been so annoyed by it's it's not that it doesn't it, it lasts maybe i don't know maybe half the normal battery life but the big deal is that i no longer get like the now I'm going into low power mode and i'm coloring the battery icon it red it's just right. it's just like it, what i'm used to seeing and saying oh god i only have like 90 minutes of battery life less, left and they'll take one picture and then boop. and if this had happened in any normal year i probably this has been happening for a few months i probably would have lived with that for about as long as it would have taken for me to decide Which five hundred? Like do it? Yeah. Do do I? Which Which phone am I going to buy? Am I going to? But now it's like you know what? I might. I mean, I'm. I feel as though, um, I'm sort of edging towards buying both a four A and a four hundred dollar iPhone this year instead of. I mean, I've I've been budgeting for a new phone for several Mm -hmm. years now, but realizing that well, I could take the eight hundred dollars I was going to spend on one phone, one flagship phone, and get two like a. Uh, like an Apple branded phone and an Apple and a Google branded like budget phone. And maybe that would actually do me just as well. Uh, But I'm like, please just show me the damn phone already. Just we're ready. Just show me the phone. So yeah. So I I don't know if that means that people are realized uh, people who have jobs. um, I've been realizing it's, I have a lot of extra money, like month to month, chiefly because like I'm not getting my like $6 uh, can of soda and scone as often as I have to. I'm not taking my like $30 round trip commuter rail trip like to Boston as often as actually at all. My every couple of months trip to New York to get some business done, that's not getting done. Um, It's not like I've been spending money like a like a like a drunken sailor or anything like that, but it's like it might it might lead me to think, well, you know, I didn't count on having like an extra x thousand dollars in the back. Maybe I will buy a flagship. Maybe I will buy the flagship iPhone twelve. I don't think that's going to be it. But
0: that's not what twenty twenty is about. Twenty twenty is not about twenty twenty is a restructuring of our lives. It's a reminder that something will happen to us and that we do need to shift our focus into that direction. I realize that's incredibly existential thing for me to kind of end our podcast on, but, you know, I try to look for meaning in everything, and you you can see, yes, I cover tech, and it's, like, this really whatever thing, but you can actually see a lot of parallels between the business and, like, what's going on in the world, and I think this is very, like, this is starting to really really show which is you know this note thing that's supposed to be happening next week like you said that was planned um that was in the plans for a while and um it's not really where we're at right now so yeah, I'm,
1: not, I'm not sure if they're gonna have a good time trying to sell a 1600 dollars folding phone even if it is the third generation now of the technology but I, I i i mean who knows it's another i, I think that in, in times like these there are a lot of people who manage to simplify their lives on a permanent basis because they realize that, well, I don't need this or this is not giving me joy. 100%. Or yeah. The, uh, another, another reaction is that I would very much like a shiny, shiny to distract a new toy that will help uh-huh. me enjoy stuff. And, you know, which is look- why
0: I have mechanical keyboards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's what I poured my money into. Yeah. Um, oh, believe, believe
1: me. I got I me mean, speaking of keyboards and on, on topic. I'm no I'm if there is a ten. if there are 10 steps towards buying a $2,000 digital piano I'm on barely step two but I've never been on step two before it's been it's been like I have a I have a simple like keyboard that I got like 15 20 years ago that has like non velocity sensitive keys it's more like a super 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 like Casio tone with 88 keys and
0: I didn't know you played piano Andy.
1: Um, most people who've heard me play would agree that they did also don't know that I've played. Uh, I've, I have, the thing is I have fun with it and I used to, I, I, I
0: understand exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I,
1: but I'm not, I've never, uh, I stopped like formal lessons, like when I was like 10 or 11. Um, uh, and since I got, actually, this was a Yamaha sent me this huge keyboard to review like 15 years ago. And this is the bane that we all go through. Like, and you're going through it right now with like your, your, your typing keyboards where it's like. They have a certain, they had a certain budget to like send review samples out. They mm-hmm. offered to send me one and you get to the end of the loan, the loan or the review period and the marketing budget has already, they've already spent the money to ship it out and they spent the money for like the device. And now if they pay to ship it for me to ship it back to them, then that's money that like, they, they don't want a used keyboard or they don't have the infrastructure to like repackage and resell them, and so because they've already sort of like written off the cost, it's like oh, why don't you just keep it? And again, this is the sort of stuff that our friends and family don't understand. It's like, well, that's awesome! You got this like six hundred dollar keyboard for free. I'm like, no, don't, I have touch, it. <laughs> it's, it's don't like, touch it. It's like it's like I may I have, have to, to give
0: it back seven years yeah. from now. Like, you never know.
1: <laughs> no, it's again. That, there's that. Uh, because yeah, you never uh, know that maybe someone didn't get the memo, and six months later say, "Hey, our records show that you still have that keyboard." Uh, but and but the other thing is that after it's very very clear that if even if they've explicitly said by certified letter you, they don't want it back, now it's like now I have to figure out where to put this huge keyboard that I don't really need and, and it's and it's too it's too good to throw away, but it's also too valuable to like throw and of course, away. I can't, yeah. I can't sell it as <laughs> right and and. I don't want to give it to someone who's then going to like sell it or flip it or whatever. So it's it's I, I it's a solvable problem for sure, but it's one that I didn't choose to solve. It's like or or I could just stick it in the garage and forget about it. And it, it almost didn't make the cut of things to move to the new place. That was like because I'm the point I'm making is that it was wasn't like oh good I've get the, I've got this like big boat anchor that I don't know what to do with. But I've been pl- I've been playing it off and on. And then thinking that, gee, actually, I'm actually remembering how much fun I used to have like doing this stuff. And it's also kind of fun when you're not a kid anymore and there's no expectations that you're going to make it into the book number four by the end of the month. You can just simply say, gee, I really like to learn how to play this.
0: You're bringing up a lot for a lot of childhood stuff for me on this episode. I don't know if I like that, Andy. It's, it's okay. A well, place. then I'll, I'll, sorry, I'll wrap <laughs> it up. But that's but that's the
1: sort of stuff I'm talking about where it's like yeah. I, I am now aware of it, it led to the to the <laughs> to the. Uh, probably the Amazon search of like, okay, well, how much does an 88 key with weighted keys, like a good like student electric piano cost? And I say, well, you can sort of get them for 700, but you'd really want to spend 1500. Like, oh okay, well, I don't want to spend $1,500 on that. But unfortunately now I've got it in the back of my mind that, so like, what if like out of the blue, one of my publishers like finds out, ooh, we forgot, we didn't like pay Andy and we've been withholding like royalties for like years and years and years. And now we owe him. And then I'm going to make up a number here that... Does not have any specific relevance. I'm saying that this is this is the $9,000 – let's say it's a check for $9,000. And I'm going to say – I'm saying $9,000 because that's the amount of money that I would have to drop from the sky unexpectedly for me to then think – Well, if I I could buy that fifteen hundred dollar keyboard that I couldn't possibly afford yesterday, and I would still be putting seventy five hundred dollars into my long term savings, it's you know who who's to say it wouldn't have been five thousand dollars? I could also it's so so I'm not so (laughs) I I I will I will say that I've never buy a
0: flip phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hey, help us buy some stuff if you're listening to this podcast.
1: Because, because I reiterate that the nine thousand dollar, we forgot to pay Andy for these royalties of these books he wrote five or six or seven or eight years ago. That was com- that was as hypo- so hypothetical that anybody yeah, else I, in the li- book industry would say.
0: <laughs> yeah, I made Andy? sure I made sure that Andy told you all it was hypothetical because I didn't want you to think that you know. <laughs> Listen. Be- become a member of our show. <laughs> uh, you can become a member of material at relay.fm slash material. Support us monthly. Um, whatever you can give, you get great perks with the entire Relay FM network, which I highly suggest because there's so many great shows on this network, including ours, because we bring you such in-depth coverage of all the reasons Google's getting in trouble with the U.S. <laughs> government, uh, which, you know what? You want it because, honestly, six and a half hours of C-SPAN is only so entertaining uh, <laughs> for some people. Sometimes you just want the TLDR. You know, you don't want to just, like, trudge through the whole thing. And that's what we're here for. And and also because once in a while we do a late night podcast and it 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 very much is like a late night podcast. So thank you, everyone. For joining in with this late night podcast this week. Andy, are you doing radio this week?
1: Yes. As usual, about every Friday I'm doing uh gonna be on WGBH in Boston at 89.7 on your terrestrial FM dial. Or you can stream my uh half hour or so of tech stuff uh live as it airs at one PM on Friday or later on at WGBHnews.org. Thank
0: you, Andy, and thank you for being here this week, and thank you hmm. for for helping us distill all of this, all of this just theater as, as it were, um, it is all just theater. And also I thought it was interesting that you used, uh, what did you use? Did you use terrestrial? Is that the word that you use? Yes, terrestrial. Yeah, anyway, right. it's just really reminding me of all the whole alien video thing that is going on right now in the vernacular <laughs> anyway if you want to know what i'm up to i'm not chasing aliens um i'm afraid of sleeping in the desert that's why and you can go to my website florence if you would like to see what i'm up to see my recent work read my resume you can do that <laughs> or follow me on twitter at o that flow where i talk a lot and i feel like that's it from us this week andy i feel like next week is a new week and we should wish everybody a good next seven days. To be safe, wear a mask, that sort of thing. Yeah. Indeed.
1: Look both ways before crossing the street.
0: Yes, and be safe. Exactly. Bye.